BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today with me is your co-host, Stassi Schroeder. (laughs) I was going to say, I say her name every single podcast. At this point, Stassi, I almost feel like... Am I a ghost co-host? I almost feel like, like it's a joke against me, but like I'm kind of in on it where it's like a drinking game. Every How many time. times has Taylor Strecker mentioned Saucy Schroeder every okay, single podcast? Well, this is the thing. And you know what? I get annoyed sometimes when I see people write like being like, I've because I've seen some people be like, oh my God, you know, I liked Saucy's podcast better when she was single and all of that. And, and it's like, well, I'm talking about the things that are going on in my life on my podcast. So like, I can't just like sit and pretend to be like a psycho single for the rest of everyone else. You talk about what's going on in your life and I'm always around you. Thank you. So Thank like, you. it's only natural that you would be talking about me. And we're on tour together, yeah. which means and we have more FaceTime with each other than usual. So like my, you're a yeah. huge part of my life now. Like if we weren't on tour it'd and be you psycho. were talking about me every day, that'd be fucking weird. I think, <laughs> I think it'd be weird. Hmm. Do I do that? No, it's always like in relation to the tour or getting ready for tour or, or like, if you're coming to visit me or if I'm coming to visit you or something happened. Exactly. We, yeah. So justice for Taylor Strecker. Justice for Taylor Strecker. Name dropping every single podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to the show for the one bajillionth time. Yeah. We're in a bathroom again. Classic tour life. Classic tour life. Just having to do the podcast from the bathrooms. Why does this happen? Every time we're on the road and we try to do anything, anything with my recorder, it picks up radio frequency and you can hear like country music in the background or like, yeah. or like, like God, like radio. You yeah. Know? I it just, I like you have like your system, your podcast system looks so much more high tech, but you have so many issues with it <sighs> that it must be ratchet because I, ratchet. I have had the same Mm-mm. little podcast thing for five years and I've never had one problem with it. You're not taking it on the road to major cities. Yes, I used to. Every time I would travel, anytime I would go anywhere, I would bring it with me. Fine, then I guess it's ratchet. I think it's ratchet. Well, I fucking love it. Anyway, um, we have a lot to talk about, Missy. We have our new tour that we're currently on. Also, Vanderpump Season 8 is alive and well. It's alive. It's alive. You have a new house that you are gut renovating, essentially. Yes. Um, 
and just so much more. So, okay, let's get into it. First things first, tour. We won't spend too much time with this because I feel like people are like, I do is talk about tour. That's because it's what's going on in our lives. <laughs> Thank you. You guys, I don't have any more content because it's the only thing that's going on in my life right now. It's- I am a slave to the tour. So like... That's what it is. I can't make shit up and talk about something that didn't happen. I can only talk about what's really happening. I know. I know. Right? It's like you want us to be authentic. Here we are Here being we authentic. Are. Yeah. You know what happens? You get to a point in your career <laughs> where all you're doing is working. Because yeah. people will complain to me and be like, oh, you talk about work. I'm like, all I, I do, do is, is work. work. Yeah. And then I moved to Jersey City, which I don't want to talk about that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking love my new apartment. Wait, you and Bo might come see it we, when we have we time most, in New York. We most likely will i know i know but like when we we have so like right now we're on tour and then we have a bit of a break and then this will air and then we're like back on tour and then we're off until like april which is fantastic yeah a little bit okay so so far like this new tour how do you feel about it because we lived through last tour we survived it fucking fantastic right i just feel like this tour is so much more elevated as you say all the time yep I also feel like we're more well rested because I, the bus has actually really helped. It's like not waking up at five in the morning to like go to an airport and be on a plane and then get in an Uber and then quickly check into a hotel and then quickly get ready and then repeat the process. And have your luggage lost. Yes. I have my luggage lost. It's like we can just get on the tour bus, sleep on the bus, arrive, wake up later, you know, and just like it's so much easier on my body. I think I'm averaging like last tour. I think I was averaging no joke four hours of sleep a night and I was delirious and, and irritated and just like miss this tour. I think I average about 12 to 15 hours of sleep. Yeah, I'm definitely sleeping <laughs> way more than I normally do. Because we do a show and then what happens is we get, we're done with the show, we hang out in the green room and then we get on the bus. But then, then we have to wait a while on the bus because yes. it takes a while to pack up our whole set. It takes a while for everyone else to who's on the bus to like pack up their things, get on there. So we're on the bus for a couple hours before it actually starts driving. And it's hard to sleep when it's not moving. It's almost like babies and cars. We're, yeah. we're the babies. And because you know it, like it's going to start moving at some point. So like you can't get to sleep until it you actually like hear, like you feel it start to move. But once we're on and we're asleep, we get like, I would say anywhere from four to like eight hours like of driving time, which yeah. we used to sleep. That, yeah. So the best thing is when we wake up, our luggage is already in, in our, our hotel room, room. room. And That's, we're checked in. That makes you feel like a queen. It, it so makes it so much easier. And I have such a newfound respect for the entire crew that we work with. They're amazing. Oh, Oh, it was like, are that's we catching st- up on a frequency again? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my stupid phone. Okay. Um, I do. I have a whole newfound respect for the crew. They're like so, fu- they work so hard. So hard. But like, I feel like such a star. You would think that last tour, because we were like flying first class and like always in these different hotels, that it would be like so amazing. But like bus, like bus life, it sounds grittier and it is. It is grittier, but, but it, I like it. But it, it really like, wow. I mean, the amount of times I have to carry my luggage compared to last tour, I like I never even touched the damn thing ever. You know, the one thing I would change about the bus tour is that like maybe I would sleep in one of the coffins and not the back bedroom because I'm like, now I have to decide with Bo what we're going to watch on TV. Right. And that and sometimes I just want to be like, no, I want to watch Titanic. <laughs> I want to watch Titanic and don't ask questions about it. Go, you go get in one of the coffin beds. Yeah. Like, it's like the lack of like alone time ish. I know. That's like <laughs> stressing me out, you know, but like I can handle it. I can handle it. 
I love my coffin. I, I I got like brand new sheets. I got a I got a queen feather down comforter because I'm that kind of bitch. I've got satin pillowcases. I'm in heaven. Yeah, I'm in heaven. And then we get there. But the worst thing is when you only have like a short ride and you get like a deep nap in and then they wake you up. This we, we so Gary's the tour manager, but this guy, Matt, his partner was with us for like a couple shows and he woke me up at six o'clock in the morning like this. Taylor! Like he just kept screaming and I was in such a deep sleep and I literally got to my hotel room and all I could do is say like, I have to beat the sun. I think it was like six in the morning. I walked through the lobby and there was a guy drinking a coffee and I wanted to punch him in his face because I'm like, this don't is do the that morning. Yet. Don't, don't do, do it yet. Don't do it yet. Don't smell the coffee yet. Don't, don't, don't do it yet. We have to get back to sleep. I got into bed like in a full panic, but thank baby Jeebus for sleeping pills yeah. because that's really why I'm able to sleep so much. So I mean, I'm, I'm loving this tour, just even like the traveling schedule so much more. Mm-hmm. Also, I have to be honest. We, like you said, elevated. We listen, last tour was our first rodeo, right? We didn't even know what the fuck we were getting into. I know. I'm like, I've never done this before. I've never stood up on stage and had to talk for 20 minutes by myself before. You know, I've never, I, I've never done a live podcast, so I didn't know what I was doing. And now that we've had so much practice, I just feel like we're so much better. We're so fucking good. Like before we would have shows, truth, and some like at least one of us felt off, right? And there were tears and there was anxiety. And this tour, like even last night, Stassi, we just did Buffalo and Stassi was like, we fucking crushed again. I feel weird. Why don't I feel bad about any of this? Yeah. Like I don't have any complaints. Like last tour, I would come back from each show and sometimes cry and or sometimes yes. yell and sometimes <laughs> just be like, this is shit. We're all shit. We're shit. We're, I'm not talented. This is all fucking ridiculous. This is stupid. What no one likes us. I don't feel that way. Uh-uh. Well, the thing around. is we took the best parts of last tour and we like gave them a little bit of a facelift or like, you know, yeah. like a, like an injectable facelift. Yeah. Totally juvenile to that shit. But then we also came up with brand new segments and like, it just flows. So it just, it's just fuck. We've perfected it people. Yeah. Which means that like for our third tour, what are we going to, am I going to be Chris Angeling it doing fucking <laughs> tricks just like over the audience? Like, is it going to, that. I mean, hey, if you need me to do a ribbon dance, I'm here for that. Okay. I <laughs> could do like a whole Cirque du Soleil theme. <laughs> Can you imagine? I know how to juggle. I'd be svelte as shit. I'm here for it. Okay. Speaking of svelte. So on this tour, last tour, we were like, when people are on tour, it's a true thing that you like sustain on alcohol and chicken fingers. That's yeah. like a thing. Everybody yeah. does it. And we were talking to our tour manager about it. And he said, it's because he's like, everyone starts off like, I'm on a diet. Next thing you know, they're like getting Burger King every single night. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Burger King. You're welcome for the fucking free plug. Yeah. I don't even know why I said that. I like McDonald's and Wendy's. I love Wendy's chili, by the way. We ordered it last we, night. I know you're disgusting. No, I love, <laughs> I like Wendy's chili, but the fact that we ordered, I haven't had Wendy's in so long. Like if I'm going to have fast food, it has to be like in and out or Taco Bell. And I have it just like, decided to just get a Wendy's burger square burger. or a square burger. I have a problem with the square. Me too. Like in forever. And, but I was so starving that I'm like, I don't care. Savage. We're going to order this at one in the morning. And then as you're leaving <laughs> to go to your hotel room, you're like, wait, don't throw that away. I'm like, it's trash. You're like, no, it's, it's the chili. I'm going to eat it for breakfast. I'm like, you're trash. <laughs> well, in my defense, the chili's good, but like in the morning, in my defense, breakfast is lunch. And I don't love the menu here. And Chili's is shockingly Weight Watcher friendly. And so I just 
Okay. That's what, no, I know. I no, like you judged it. me. I don't know. No, I'm you not, judged I'm me. Not, hey, I, I felt judged, judged. I judged you, but I'm not. I just want to make it clear. I like Wendy's chili a lot. I just. I think it's. I don't think I like it. Seven hours later, <laughs> lukewarm. Like like we have a room fridge. temperature. We have a fridge or cold. Okay. I don't. I don't <laughs> May, think I I'm like it. I'm gonna look then. for a microwave. No, but wait. I do have to say. When you are a chubby girl and you like chili, it's embarrassing because chili is poo food. You know, there's just some food that like you are embarrassed to order and admit I'm that you eat. Nev- I'm never embarrassed to order chili. I, to me, it's healthy. Like a chili dog to me, if you order that, oh. you are a disgusting human being. That's different because it's, I mean, I'm talking chili alone. Okay. But chili gives me major runs. So, well, I have been. That's another part of the tour. This is the poop tour. I have been pooping like crazy. Well, we've had to get our toilet serviced at this hotel twice. Do you know how embarrassing that is to call? Two different days to say, um, yeah, it's not flushing. Uh, can you come do something about it? Wait, is there doo doo in it when they come up? Luckily, it's been like the second flush oh for me. So, like, there's nothing really that embarrassing in there. Oh, we don't, how many times do you flush during? I'm like an eight time flusher. No, just like two or three. No, that, that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure I just get it all down. I don't want any evidence left behind. You know what I'm saying? I know. I get it. Okay. So yeah. anyway, so our tour manager was said like, he was like, yeah, don't worry about the chicken fingers first tour. Like everybody eats like shit. I gained 10 pounds last tour and your wedding is coming I, up. I think I lost weight last tour. Well, good for fucking you. I think, I think because we only ate like once a day. Not me, bitch. I would go back to the hotel room and sneak eat behind everybody's okay. back. That's different. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm eating a few chicken fingers fingers a day and that's it so like no, it was i would order I was like just mashed potatoes malnourished at like 1 a.m <laughs> and a bottle of wine savage so it was my fault i gained the weight but then after the holidays i was like i'm dead serious about losing weight your wedding's coming up i want to look fail and feel good for that and just in general i was feeling like shit so i went on weight watchers I'm loving it. I was, when I started this tour, down 10 pounds. You need to get paid for Weight Watchers. No shit, Weight Watchers. You're so committed. At me. You look so great. Thank you. You should be getting paid. Weight Watchers, what are you doing? Well, I know. Get on board with moi. But I will say that, you know, I was doing really good, like, the first... Like, the thing is, on tour, we drink, right? And on Weight Watchers, drinking, like, on the weekends, I just eat, like, all zero-point foods and just drink all my calories, so that was the plan on tour and I was doing a really good job and then I got wiker wasted like a couple nights ago and then I blacked out and I ate an entire thing of Pringles and then half a thing of fucking peanut M&M's. So that was like, but it's like Weight Watchers, everybody was DMing me, Stassi, like not haha. I thought people would be like, LOL, this is so funny. Some people were, but most people were like, girl, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. I was just about to say that. Get I back was, on I was, track. I was just about to be one of those people. I'm like, a Pringles and, and some M&Ms is not going to derail your situation. Now, a full well, last thing night. of Wendy's, <laughs> that might not have been the wisest choice. That was, I'm so, uh, so mad. Anyway, so, but the plan is that we're going we're gonna to get back on track and be good on this tour. Are you finding it impossible to diet on tour or do you think it's like a reality? No, it's a definite. I think it's a, but my way of dieting is different than yours. What's your it's way? Like I only eat when I'm really, when I'm really hungry and I don't get hungry in the morning. I don't really get hungry until like four. Yeah. <laughs> so then like, I like eat around then and then that's it. That's pretty much it. Stassi's- Unless you guys throw something in front of my face that I can't say, say no, no to. to. Stassi's like, um, you're like the girl from Devil Wears Prada. You're like, I'm on this new diet where I don't eat anything all day long. And when I feel like I'm going to faint, I have a cube, cube of, of cheese. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. See, the problem with me is I'm like, 
after the show, I want to eat. That's like, like, because I'm American in, in American culture, our reward for a hard day's work is dinner. I, I do get that. I understand that mentality. So like, I want to sit down and have a dinner as like, you did it girl. And like, I can, I can go all day long, especially now that we're, we can sleep all day. I don't need to really eat until we get to the venue. And I have like four slices of rolled up Turkey. Yeah, totally. But after the show, well, then, that's when the she devil of hunger comes out of my body and late night eating is not, it's the worst. That's actually the worst for your bod. There's been a couple times in this tour where I've, I've called downstairs. Actually, we, we were in Indianapolis and we got there. Oh, somewhere else and we got there at like 3 30 in the morning and i think it was oh grand rapids and i called downstairs and i was like gee i, I was like s- ha- like sleeping pilled out like probably still drunk and i was like do you guys have all night service food and they were like of course what do you want and i was like chicken fingers french fries and i was like going through the sauces and then i was like wait a second what time is it and she was like um 3 30 and i was like i'm no I'm not going to do it. And I hung up and I went to bed and I was so happy with myself in the morning. See? So positive reinforcement. Self-restraint. I just have to start being better because that's the thing I said on this tour. I'm either going to gain it all back or I'm going to lose a shit ton. There's no in between. There isn't. I, I, I feel like you're right. I got to get my shit together. So yeah. So what is your favorite part of this tour? Um, uh, The bus. Definitely. The bus. Yeah. As much as I complain about not having my alone time, I... I re it's like the first like two hours on the bus. It feels like a fun sleepover party where like you get to talk, we get to like hang out and talk and, and it's like cozy and all of that. And then I get to just like go to sleep and I'm literally being rocked to sleep. And then I wake up and I'm someplace else. I'm like, this is, it's like being on first class on a flight where yep. you have the lay down beds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's fantastic. I don't have to like sit up anymore <laughs> i can just lay we're like constantly in coffins yes co- constantly in coffins and that that must be what i like about it and you get to watch tv on the bus like that's that's really all i need okay. to zen out so speaking of that i was gonna say what's your least favorite part of the tour and is it me never leaving your back room on the bus i'm trying to get better you haven't about been it ba- you haven't been really that bad about that okay good yeah not yet wait what you have to tell me the truth what do I do on tour that annoys you? Um, Don't lie. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something. Because um, I, I think it's just that you're a bad influence on me. How so? Because if Bo and I were to come back to our hotel room after a show, I wouldn't drink any more wine and I wouldn't be tempted to like eat and stay up. I, we would just like wash our faces. I would probably take a shower and go to sleep. So it's like the fact that you're a bad influence. So I affect your eating, but your but your drinking and your hygiene. Yes, all of all three. <laughs> so it's not, but it's not like you're making me. It's like the second you walk in the hotel room, I'm like, yeah, let's just stay up a little more. Like I am part of the problem. I encourage it because you're here and it's fun. How but on that a scale is, of one to ten, how much does Bo want to kill me when I come back to the hotel room at night? He hasn't voiced that yet. 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 <laughs> well, last tour he used to set timers for me. Yeah. He hasn't no yet. yet. <laughs> last not tour there he yet. did. Yeah, no, we're not there yet. I'm trying to be better and I'm trying to be also I I think my favorite part of the tour, okay, is sleeping, number one. Love, because I don't really get to sleep a lot when I'm at home because I do morning radio and that's like a crazy schedule. So for me, even though we're on tour working, I like to use it as like a sleep vacation. So that's number one. Well, it's also you have to. And, and like I think people might hear this and be like, oh, well, like all they do, they're, they just do a show and then they get to sleep. And it's like the amount of energy 
that goes into performing on stage and it's like we don't have just like rehearsed lines like your brain has to be so activated and you have to be so energetic and and you have to entertain people that like it sucks the life out of you so like i need that sleep like i can't then just like okay get go to a show be done with it go to sleep wake up early and start working on something else Mm -mm. like i'm I'm then I wake up and I'm like, okay, now I'm getting the nerves for the next show that we have to do. And I need to focus and making, make sure that like that this show is going to be just as good as the last one. So the sleeping part, it's like, I fucking need it. I'm, I need, I need it. It's like hocus pocus. It's like, yes, our souls get sucked to our bodies by the audience. And and that's okay. That's what you paid for. That's, that's your right. And I enjoy it. I love doing it. I love doing it. I'm just saying it, it exhausts me. It exhausts me. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Best Fiends. Okay, so we all need a little break every now and then. And yes, I'm a woman of a certain age, but I still like to play games with the best of them, playing games that are like puzzles, patterns, really good for the adult brain. So not only am I having fun, but I'm also keeping my brain sharp AF. And girl, you know I need to keep this brain popping. And that's why I love the fun puzzle game, which is called Best Fiends. Yeah, like you're fiending for it. And trust me, you will. I think I'm at level like 89, which is crazy. Best Fiends, you can play against yourself, like against your phone, or you can play it against friends, family, or even through Facebook. So you can kind of play it with, I don't know, like acquaintances. So first things first, it has like an amazing theme song. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm, I like, I, I dream in Best Fiends theme song. And I will say the game is challenging, but not like in a way that deters you. Like I never feel like, oh my God, I have to give up. You never have to give up in the game, which is like my favorite part too. Like it never punishes you and puts you all the way back to level one. It just like, encourages you to move forward or you can just like stay where you are or you can even go backwards if you just like want to keep that variety going. I'm telling you, it's like one of the most unique and definitely the most exciting puzzle experiences that I've ever played before. And the best thing is that Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events. So it never gets old. You'll never get bored with it. And I'm telling you, if you have like a super annoying commute or if you travel a lot for work, like on planes, or if you have a partner who's constantly watching sports and you are bored, this game is perfect for you. It is like my new favorite distraction. And the best, it does not require internet to play. No, it does not. So it's great for traveling. You can truly play anywhere. Also, aside from being the levels, you get to like collect all these different characters. You're basically like building a family when you're playing Best Fiends. And you also get these rewards after you win a level. And when I get the diamonds, there's something about the diamonds that I'm such a girl. I'm like, oh, the diamonds are my favorite. And with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. I'm telling you, go right now and download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And don't forget, that's friends without the R. It's not best friends, it's best fiends. Like I'm fiending to play this game. And trust me, you will. And now back to the podcast. Okay, so the tour though, so far is so good. We don't want to kill each other yet. I really thought we were going to be getting in fights because of the bus, but like, I feel like we have more separation time than ever before. I think so too. Can we just take a quick pause, whether you want to do this live or pause? Nope, just, we can just Just pause. Okay. Well, no, because Bo just did, hey, checking in. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, waiting on our rosé. Can I just like call him? Yeah. 
so that I don't have to text back and then wait for him to ding again. Duh. And listen, we can we can choose to keep this in. I keep this shit in in my podcast. I like it. Hello. Uh, yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, me and Taylor, you're live on our podcast right now. We've been waiting for you to bring us a bottle of rosé and a snack. Call me after your call. Oh no, I did those. I had those. I had those conference calls a while ago. See, we do work during the days. Well, I thought you were gonna call me when you're done with them. That's always done at the bar. Sorry. I'll send up a bottle. You're gonna send up a? Can you? What kind of sparkling? What do you want? Sparkling rosé. Sparkling rosé. The princess wants sparkling (laughs) rosé. And if they have some sort of healthy snack, that would be great. They have pizza and salad till five. So do you want, a, do you want the same kind of salad that from last? We should just get the short rib. <laughs> let's get let's get the salads, but salads, but extra dressing, okay? With protein, lots of protein. Yeah, let's do Caesar with chicken. All the grilled chicken, zero points, baby. Am I on speakerphone right now? Yes. Oh wow. That's that's fantastic. That's okay. While we have you, what's your favorite part of tour? You want a you want a rosé and chicken sparkling rosé, chicken Caesar salad, extra dressing. But if you could bring it up because we're podcasting, so I don't know that I'll be able to hear the door. Okay, Bo, Bo, wait, 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 Bo, wait, wait, Bo. What's your favorite part of tour? What's my favorite Polly Shore? (laughs) What's your favorite part of the tour? Um, <laughs> I don't know because my favorite part of the tour is um, shit. I have no idea. Okay. There's so many great parts of the tour. What's your least favorite part of the What's tour? What's your least favorite part then? Uh, Taylor Strecker hanging out with us until three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good answer. That's what I was expecting. Tour. All right, love you. Love see you. you. In, see you in a little bit. Okay. Bye. Uh, I am making my mission in life not to annoy Bo and try I'm ever present and aware. This is the thing. So I am so close to Bo now. I was always close to Bo, but like this tour like put it over the edge. Yeah. And like of of course I'm in your bridal party, but like my girlfriend and Bo are so close. She's in the bridal party yeah. or groom's party. And it's like we're family at this point. Yeah. But Stassi and I have been friends for so long and like we just love to like talk shit and gossip and just like drink until the wee hours of the night. And so I feel like it is a thing where it's like we have our like I have a friendship with y'all, but we have our own individual friendship. Yeah. And like I feel like that can get annoying to your significant other. Like I get it. Like Taylor has friends of mine that she's like, Ugh, when you get together with so-and-so, you're like so gossipy and it's like so annoying. So I know that I don't take it personally. I know Bo loves me, <laughs> but I also know sometimes our dynamic drives him crazy. You think? So I want to make sure. He hasn't said that to me. Oh, well, I'm also very paranoid and think that everybody's know, always do. mad at me. He hasn't said that to me ever. And, and he and, would. And Bo would definitely say that. I think it's just the like, really, we're going to keep drinking and say that, which you think he would like. <laughs> That's what you I'm think, saying. Like, you know, normally Bo's the one who wants to stay up and drink and, and all that. And I'm like, I want to go to bed early. So That's, like, it's it is kind of weird. That's my point. But you know what the thing is? And, I, and I've thought a lot about this because I have a lot of alone time in my hotel room when I'm trying not to annoy. Bo. No, I'm just kidding. But my Taylor is the same as Bo. They're the same type of beast, same animal. Taylor and Bo are so social. And when they're out, it's like they'll never stop 
partying and hanging out. But when Tay isn't in party mode, she's like asleep by 930, like a little baby. We have to have like silence. She got me these headphones for the TV because she's like, I can hear the television. I can see the light from it. I did that too. For oh. about, yeah, I did that because I, I hate the light and the sound. Yeah, I can't stand it. But she like my favorite thing to do. I, I hate going out. I want to be with my significant other or with my best friends. And I want to drink wine and stay up at home. Yeah. So I thrive. I'm a party monster at home with like four people. Yeah, I get it. Tay and Bo want to yeah, be party monsters when at a, a bar. Party. At a bar. Yeah. Yeah. So being social, talking to people. I'm just like, fuck that. <laughs> I hate small talk. I hate small talk. I, I just can't, can't do it. I can't. I can't. I used to be the queen. I know. And I just maybe it's just over. Because it's our jobs. It's our talk. job to constantly talk just like we're doing now. So it's like we're talking and talking all the time that now I've, I've no, nothing left to give to anyone else anymore. I am with you. The last time we were all together, me, you, Tay, and Bo was out in LA for Super Bowl. I came out to shoot the video for the new tour mm-hmm. and we went to a Super Bowl party. Speaking of being social, Bo and Taylor yeah. were living their, their best, best lives. fucking lives. And Stassi and I were it, I hid in a corner. Yes, literally. And then I got blackout i don't know how that happened i feel like you were roofied i agree i didn't see you drink that much i only had two tequilas there and i've never seen you like that in my entire like all my life like all the years of knowing you i've never seen you like that can you describe it because i seriously so what so that we went to roll i woke up the next day with tay we left before you and bo were up and we got on a flight and i was just like last night was fun and then tay was like you are wasted. And I was like, wait, now that you're bringing it up, I actually don't remember after JLo performed. I remember nothing. I don't remember getting home. And I, then I remember you guys waking me up for Taco Bell. And, but like, that's a lot of hours missing. So yeah. then I got nervous that I was being psycho and like, like, cause no. when I'm like that, I could be raging anyone. You were not. You just kept saying that you were ready to leave. And so I'm like, okay. And I surprisingly wasn't ready to leave just yet. I was like, wow. let's just wait a little while longer. And then I, I was Stassi'd like, Stassi. Yeah, you did. And then I saw it just like in your eyes, you were like not there. And I'm like, okay, I should just take her home. So we got an Uber. Everyone helped you get into the Uber. Wait, what? Yeah. Who's everyone? Bo and Tay. Oh and my God. We got like, you in the Uber. Could, could I not walk? No, you couldn't. Oh my God. And so we got you in the Uber. And we get home and I try starting to talk to you about things. I'm like, want me to put on sex in the city? Like, what do you want? What do you want me to do? And I'm like, I'm going to go walk the dogs. And I come back and I'm pretty sure you were sleeping (laughs) or something. But then Tay and Bo surprised us by being like, look, we came home early to be with our girlfriends or fiancés, whatever the fuck. And you like woke up real quick and got excited and then just passed out again. (laughs) And so me, Bo and Taylor just sat up talking, playing Jackbox TV My for favorite. hours and hours and for hours. I'm so pissed. And you slept through the whole entire thing. Like just all of us laughing and talking loudly. You just slept through the whole thing in the living room. And then we had to force you to get up for Taco Bell because we needed you to eat something. <laughs> and it was so bizarre. I'd never seen you like that. Okay. I really think I was roofied. I feel like you were too. Who there would have roofied me? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> so we were who there. Who were the suspects? I don't let, let's go through them. So we were there. So who was there? Kristen was there, by the way. I feel yeah. like the audience should know that. Yeah. She was there with some new guy she might be dating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know her business, so. But it was cordial. Yeah. And then Katie and Schwartz, of course. Brittany and Jax. Brittany and Jax, who now 
I fucking love them. Like they were just with us in the beginning, the, the first two shows of the tour. Yeah. And I, Jack's and I were snuggling in yeah. the back of the tour bus together. Brittany was like not feeling well. So she was in my coffin and um, everybody was DMing me. Please don't get jaxed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, I don't think anybody in a million years could, would ever see the day where Jax and I would be like literally spooning. <laughs> That's really <laughs> next funny. To each other. But oh, I love them. I've always loved Katie and Schwartz. I never have really known Schwartz that well, but Tay and Schwartz are like the same person. So they're like madly in love. Tay wears his Tom Tom hat everywhere now everyone wears the tom tom hat but he gave it to her off his head okay so it's her special it's her one. special one okay i'm a little scared she might leave me for him i would and most people would leave their significant other for tom <laughs> and then jackson britney britney's always been a, such a sweetie but jacks you know jacks i knew jacks like when you guys first came into serious and i interviewed you both yeah and we were friends through all the bullshit with you and jacks and i think that he always was scared that i was going to talk shit on the radio show or had very bad opinions about him yeah. both of which he would be absolutely correct yeah um so i always felt like he was like a little weird around me but i finally feel like i broke through you do i won him over at the la show last leg of the tour when i made fun of corvettes yes. i think he liked my stand-up but then this time it was like it, yeah he was like he was he was like trying to be my bud he was drinking apple spritzes with me oh now he all of a sudden loves <laughs> apple spritzes which i have a huge problem about because i only have a certain amount in our green rooms <sighs> i only have a certain amount in my house and so now if he likes it that means i have to get double the amount because it's running out quickly yep and i'm like do you actually like apple spritz or um, are you just are you just trying it. to just, are you <laughs> Are you just trying to be cool with us? Like he was like, I'm gonna have another, and I was like, No, please no, don't, please don't, because that's <laughs> like the last. That's one of the last ones we have. Please don't, please don't, please don't. Because <laughs> then I have to switch to te tequila. I'm just gonna have to start convincing him that like tequila is like that's that's where it's at. That that's where it's at. He'll be like, Oh, it is. That's where it's at. I love tequila now. <laughs> so they were all there, and I think that's it. And then oh, and then I got to meet new cast member Dana. Yes. Okay. There. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna tell you my at opinions the Super Bowl on her party. Yes. I'm going to tell you my opinions on her. Okay. Strictly as a viewer, and because I'm loving the season, and also as a person who met her in real life, IRL. So we get there. Uh, Tay and Bo went ahead of us because obviously they want to join the party. Stassi and I are like, we'll see you in two hours. Yeah. Just let us know when JLo's about to go on. Yeah. So we got there, and Tay was talking to Dana. Now, at this point, I did not know that Dana identified as bisexual because the episode was not out yet. Okay? okay. So, but like I knew that her and Max were dating. So I was like, like, or at least from the show. So I was like, oh, she's a straight girl. It's safe. But if you aren't that familiar with me, let me tell you something. I am <laughs> the most jealous human being on the face of the fucking planet. Okay. So, and I think everybody wants to steal my girlfriend because she's fucking gorgeous and cool. And why not? And also... I was a straight person and I am now a gay lesbian woman. Like Taylor can turn anyone she wants. So even if they're straight, I'm still scared because I'm like, if Tay wants to, she can make everybody want to hook up with her. You are such a psycho. <laughs> you are such as I'm a psycho, but you're such a psycho. But I do. I will say this. I trust Taylor so much. And like, I've had to come into like, my, like a, with my therapist, we've had to get to a point where it's like, no matter what anyone else wants from Taylor, Taylor wants Taylor Strecker. And so I am, I take safety in that, but I still fucking hate everybody new, especially if they're pretty. Right. Okay. Get out of here. So I walk in, she's talking to Dana. So I'm like, like not happy. Yes. Okay. But I walk over 
and I introduce myself. Plus, I, I have this massive insecurity that like when people first meet me and Taylor and they see that we're like a couple, they're like, I don't get it. Why is that Taylor with that Taylor? That's my own security. Don't even talk about it. Okay. That's how I feel right. though. I feel like Danny DeVito You're <laughs> with Giselle. You're insane. <laughs> that's You're insane. how I feel. So anyway, that's like my biggest fear. Like I used to always date guys who were like less attractive than me because I knew I won. I dated one hot guy in college and it fucked me up so bad because I was like, everybody is like, why? We live in a fucked up society, okay? We're like, if an ugly ass fat dude is with a gorgeous girl, we're like, he must be um, he must be something amazing. Smart, rich, successful, talented, so funny, kind. But when we see a really hot dude with like a woman who's not as hot, we judge. And I like I remember I was at um, you know the boathouse in New York City? Um, maybe right on the lake where Carrie fell in with with um big yeah the one it's also in another movie that they reference because um uh where she gets married there or something yes, yes. I know what you're talking about oh, I think that's the twenty four dresses twenty seven dresses you yeah. got it yeah okay so um I was there with friends this is like ten years ago when I was a total dick I'm a half dick now and there was this um fucking hot model guy with this like woman he was probably in his twenties she was in her forties she was you know, not as good looking as him. She was fine. But I remember my friends and I were judging so hard and we're like, what's going on here? She must be his agent and he's a model and she's controlling his career. Or like, it was like, dude, blink twice if you need help. Like, remember? Oh, have you ever seen who Patrick Dempsey was married to? Um, They're still married. Nope. Yeah, they got back together. I his thought. very first wife. Oh, no. Okay, I want you to Google it right now. I'll talk through while you look it up because I want your honest reaction. Okay. First of all, the age discrepancy is shocking. Like, again, double standard in our society, but she's like got to have 30 years on him. And he's like 20 and she's like 50. And I think she was like some like big wig at a studio and she like got him his first jobs. And so they were together for a while. And okay. it's like right. he's with his uh, grandmother. Yeah, not even mom. You're right. Isn't not it? even mom. Yeah. So obviously you're like, oh my God, he's a, he's like a sex slave. Somebody save him. In all fairness, um, uh, some guys like older women. I mean, in in all, I mean, stars. I mean, no. This is a very shocking. Big, this is this is a very big difference. This is this is <laughs> shocking. It does. It doesn't even look like his mom. It looks like yeah. his grandmother. Yeah, totally. and and then you have to start thinking. You judge. You're like, what's going on in the relationship? Does he need help? <laughs> you know all these different being things. drugged so i feel like there's a double standard and now that i am in a same-sex relationship as a woman before when i was like a straighty i never felt like that because i was a, most of the time i was like oh my god i'm so much better looking than the guys i'm with yeah you're lucky meow but with tay it's like now i feel like a dude like like when like I've had literal guy friends of mine be like, yo, bro, how'd you get her? And when guys say that to guys, it's like bro talk. It's like a high five. Yeah. But like I'm I'm still a woman. Yes. You, I want to still be attractive. Did like one person do this more to you? than one. I swear to God. And all of them douchey dick bags. OK, but still, I mean, it's like it's that's a thing. And so I think people. Yay. think, Hey, Bo. That's <laughs> true. Like lesbians. We were catching the static, you know, and uh, we had to be in the bathroom. <laughs> Will you please pull me the shumps? Thank you, kind sir. All right. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Raycon. 
Hey, peeps, look around you. Guess what? It's a wireless world. And everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. You don't want those dingle dangles. You look ridiculous. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Okay, so you might not know this, but Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. They sound just as amazing as any other top audio brands that you know of. And Raycon's latest model, the E25, is hands down their best one yet. It's got six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, super easy. It's got more bass, gotta love that. And it has a very compact design that gives you a very nice look. And also they're noise isolating in their fit, which you don't get with a lot of other wireless earbuds. And girl, do not sleep on the fact that Raycon's wireless earbuds are incredibly comfortable. They're perfect for listening to music, watching something on your tablet when you're traveling. That's what I do a lot. And even good for taking phone calls. And unlike some of your other wireless options out there, Raycon earbuds are not only stylish, but they're also super discreet. No dangling wires or those silly little stems. Let's talk about the company with those silly little stems. When wireless earbuds first came out, everybody's walking around with those white ones with the stems. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name names. And yeah, they were my go-to. I take the subway constantly in New York City. And so when that falls out of your ear hole and you have to put it back in your ear hole, which is like super duper close to your brain, I've been freaking out a little bit. Not going to lie. But with Raycon, they don't fall out of your ears, which is amazing. Also, my old wireless earbuds, uh, definitely not noise canceling. Uh, very annoying when I was like on airplanes and I'm traveling out right now because I'm on tour. But Raycon changed the game. They have that perfect like noise isolation thing going for them. And also, like I said, so comfortable. I can sleep like our entire overnight bus rides with them. And with six hours of playtime, honey, you know, I'm good to go. Also, in case you didn't know, this company was co-founded by none other than Ray J and tons of celebrities, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, and Snoop Dogg are obsessed with Raycons. I mean, if Snoop Dogg's in, Taylor Strecker's in. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash T-O-T. That's buyraycon, B-U-I-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash T-O-T for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Again, buyraycon.com slash T-O-T. And now to the podcast. So now I feel like I'm the guy one in the relationship because I'm older, I'm more established. And so I feel like when people say that to me, I think they're trying to give me a compliment. Like, how'd you get her? She's amazing. But it makes me mad. So that's why I feel like Danny DeVito to Giselle. Okay, but I will say this. Bo and I get both told that both equally. People come up to him all the time. Okay. They're like, how did you get her? The amount of people that come up to me and say, how did you get him? All the time. How does it make you feel? And I'm like, mm, bro's really lucky. Like, re- oh, pop it. Pop- best sound ever. I'm like, um, uh, he. Uh, that's normally my answer. I'm like, yeah, um, I am really lucky, but like that motherfucker's really lucky too. So like, don't, don't get it twisted. Well, I get insecure because I'm the most insecure person on the planet. So when people say that to me or like I, I crumble and die and want to fight them. Or I just get like really like, you know, I, I just get passive aggressively insecure and judgy. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that was good. All the sound effects. This is like, this is like a, like an old school radio production. So anyway, so Dana's talking to Ty and I walk up, right? 
So what I need Dana to do when she meets me, this is what I need her to do. She doesn't know this because she doesn't know me, but what I need from her is to be like, oh my God, oh, you're a tailor. She was just talking about you. Oh my God, you guys are so cute together. Oh, cute. Right. That's okay. what I mean. Okay. So I walk up and she looks at me like, who the fuck are you walking up to this conversation? Now, granted, I get it because she doesn't know who I am and she's on Vanderpump and there was a lot of other people at that party who were like fans. So she might yeah. thought somebody was just coming on over to like, to be weird, button, be weird, whatever. So then she kind of gave me a look and I'm like, okay. And then my Taylor saw the look and was like, oh, this is my girlfriend, Taylor, to which I wanted to say to my Taylor, no, bitch, you're my girlfriend, Taylor. Don't do that. You're, I, you're my girlfriend. Okay. I've never felt that urge. <laughs> Doesn't annoy me if Bo's like, this is my fiance, Stassi. No. You're my fiance, Bo. I've never felt that urge ever. Again, I'm crazy. <laughs> so anyway, so she's like, this is my girlfriend, Taylor. And she's like, oh, hi. Nice to meet you. We shake hands. And also, I just want to point out, Dana was wearing a shirt. It was a, it, it was, it was like a shirt for like, like a sports shirt. It was like, a, um, I don't know, like pff, who was playing that day? The Saints? I don't know. The, the Patriots, the Eagles. I don't fucking know. Who's playing Super Bowl? She didn't really care. She just had a very ripped up old, uh, Saints shirt on. So she had a Saints shirt on, okay. but it, but it was a Saints shirt, which cool. I'm here for it. I'll, I, I, I also think that the, um, sporting role needs to get more on board with like getting stylish, cute clothes for women. But Judgy McFucking Judge over here. She, I don't know if she bought it that way or if she did it herself, but she basically, it was like a half moon cut out from the middle of the t shirt that basically showed her boobs. Uh-huh. And now I'm jealous and angry again. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm like, no, I'm listening. Because I know you got boobs. Uh, this is, you can just wear a v neck. I mean, they're on display, on display. Now I'm feeling nervous again. Okay. Again, I want to be clear, not her fault. Right. Okay. My insecurities. Yes. So anyway, she's like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And then she was like, wait, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor and Taylor. And we're like, yeah, Taylor and Taylor. We're a couple. And she went like this. <laughs> How cute for you. And I... Maybe I reviewed myself because I was so fucking enraged. It was like, I don't know what, like, listen, I truly think that's just her personality, especially now from watching the show. But it made me so angry and I like could not recover. I, I truly couldn't. I can tell because it's a month later and you're <laughs> telling me this now. And, and then when I was watching it. Vanderpump on the way here to see you guys on the airplane and the episode came out where she's bisexual, I rage texted my taylor so hard i was like were you and dana flirting was she hitting on you don't lie to me taylor was like what are you talking about no not at all so anyway okay well i will i don't say, know how i feel about her i i will say this that is this is none of this is dana's fault no <laughs> um and when dana says how cute for you that's one of her jokes you know she's a comedian she has her shtick Okay. Every all of us have a. I have shtick, and I'm not a comedian. Do you know what I mean? I still have the things that I that I say that you're that, comedian, that are like my, my crutches and things that I fall back on. And one of her things, and she says that a lot. She's you like, swear, oh, how, yeah, oh, how cute for blah blah blah, or how cute for this. And I, she might have even meant it as a compliment. <laughs> she might have actually meant it, being like, that's cute, like Taylor and Taylor. But her sense of humor is dark and like cynical so like mm. she's probably it, it i do i will say some of the things she says it, it it's not going to translate for everyone not me 
obviously it didn't for you <laughs> but i truly believe i i really like dana and i truly believe that she was not trying to belittle you okay Bo wants to get in on this <laughs> god forbid my mother comes up and hugs my best man also known as your girlfriend because i swear to god if you get lit on my mom i no, will <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll cut your mom i'll cut her right in half <laughs> does your tailor like older women because what if my yes, mom what if my mom does. what if my mom hugs her longer she's like she's a sexer she knows how to touch you well <laughs> oh my god ah, ah. <laughs> Yep, that's me. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to my relationship. Isn't my tailor so lucky? <laughs> oh I God. just, I love when you tell these stories because when Bo thinks I'm psycho, I'm like, you have no, no idea. idea how no bad idea. I could be. I am so <laughs> not psycho. I know, but Taylor and I actually have really good conversations about like fighting and things because you and Taylor are very similar. And then Taylor's Taylor and I are very similar. Yeah. So like, but there's then a also lot of weirdly you and I are similar. And then there's certain things. There's, yeah, there's a lot of like similarities with us. I think that's why we work so well on tour and also as being like really, really close friends. I agree. So you give me a definitely perspective, but then I do have to say that sometimes when you say stuff, you're like, yeah, well, Stasi has done this, but then I have done this. And I was like, in my back of my mind, I'm like, good God. Yeah. Taylor is crazy. That's me sticking up for you, sister. <laughs> I'm like, Bo, you think you have it bad? You have no fucking idea. Speaking of jealousy and friends. Okay. Do you guys like Teddy Mellencamp and her husband more than you like me and Tay? Oh my God. That's, I'm so those are jealous. Two, those are to, 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 like two totally different types of friendships. <laughs> we, are, we are not nearly as close. You can't even <laughs> compare. So you are very psycho. It's Instagram's fault. If Instagram didn't exist, I wouldn't even know half these things. You are psycho. I we, should get off Instagram. <laughs> we love Teddy and we love Edwin. And Bo has been friends with Edwin for a really long time. But like, we, you, me, Taylor, and Taylor, Bo, we have a, a very, 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 very close bond. Okay. Good. It's like, you can't, you can't even compare that to, to that. So like you we're weirdo. your top three I mean, friends? when we have a child, I'm definitely be, I will definitely be calling Teddy and Edwin for advice oh, for you guys. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to go with like godparents. Me like, too. And I, I was like, here for it. I was like, because they're wealthy. I was like, what? I was like, not a bad idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. You do not want to leave your child to well, maybe to, to my poor Taylor, people, but not to me. Yeah, not to us. We're too poor right now. Well, I, that, that whole godparent thing is is so old school. You know, it's just know. it's just like basically you're a close friend of mine. Be a godparent it basically means give my kid extra gifts during Christmas and and it's birthday. Exactly. I mean, I'm my little brother's godparent. So it's, it's like picking a maid of honor and a yep. and a best man. It's well, guess what? Stressful. And I'll annoying. be watch, I'll be watching, <laughs> watching and waiting. I know. Don't I, please don't leave your child to me. I can't handle the responsibility. I can barely handle the concept of having my own to raise. Uh, I don't know that I like anyone in my life enough, including my own family and all of my best friends to raise my child. I would, I, I like, I don't know how I feel about Leave that. Leave your baby to Lisa Vanderpump. Could you imagine? I mean, but can you imagine the life the child would get? Yeah, seriously. The luxury, the animals. <laughs> she would actually be a really good mom. I definitely think she would be a really good mom. But you know what? You're right. I have no idea of who I if if this was old school time where the godfather godmother was actually real would leave real. I I you're right. I have no idea who I would leave that child to. Well, also we Lisa is a together. mom. Bo keeps repeating himself, being like Lisa would be a really good mom. She is a mom. <laughs> I know, I know. She I is meant, like, to our future their kid. kid. Like, yeah. 
Huh. <sighs> okay. So anyway, so back to Dana. So the thing is with with Stasi, I you know we've been friends for so long. I watch Vanderpump Rules just like the rest of y'all, and I form my own opinions. Everyone thinks that I am just a regurgitation of what Stasi says behind the scenes. Not the truth. We fight over. Yep. People on the show all the time. Yeah. Not like a real fight, but like, I'm like, I don't like this one. Don't trust. And I've been there for it all. Yeah. So I have a lot of opinions, but you're telling me like, get on board with Dana. I'm saying from what I've... From, do you think I would like her if we really hung out? Yeah, I do. I think for the the amount of time... Granted, I'm not super close to her. It's not like we're besties or anything like Good. that. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like, but the, the times that I've spent with her... I I like her. Okay. So what I know of her, I like. But could I also get to know her better within the year and then be like, I changed my mind and my instincts were off? Yes, that could totally happen. But as of right now, I like Dana. Okay. So then I might like Dana too if she doesn't wear a shirt that shows her breasts in front of my girlfriend. Oh my God. You're not going to be able to hide people's <laughs> boobs. They're everywhere. Go on Instagram. <laughs> oh my God. Get over it. We were in WeHo at the Super Bowl. Let her wear, let everyone wear whatever they want. You're right. You're I right. Mean, good You're Lord. right. I know. It's, she is the total opposite of what I think Taylor is interested in too. So physically, so luckily for me, Taylor likes older, chubby brunettes. So I'm good because it's like the same thing. It's like I'm a big boob guy. You know what I mean? So if like a skinny girl with like small boobs was walking around with like with the shirt like that, yes, I can acknowledge her beauty, but that's not my thing. Just like that, it's not Taylor's thing. Word. Correct word. 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 Okay. So this season, so far, so good. How are our feelings on it? And like, I mean, I'm loving it as a viewer. Are you guys loving living it? Or I what? feel like I could use some more screen time. <laughs> well, that I agree. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like a lot of us feel like that. I feel like we've we've you know I I still think it's entertaining as shit, and um, I love watching it, and I'm proud of the show. But I feel like because. So a good core eight of us started doing this from the beginning and put, we devoted our, our lives to Vanderpump rules. Like our lives would have gone in a completely different direction if we didn't devote our lives to Vanderpump rules and to have that kind of be watered down in our eighth season where it's like, was that all for nothing? Did we give you guys, did we give that for nothing just to be like your lives, your souls, like literally everything just to, to have it kind of watered down a little bit. It, it hurts some of our feelings. Okay. A tad. Like I, I will say that. Um, I still think it's a great show. I don't know what's going to happen to it. Like, I don't know where it's going to go. So I heard you recently said something about your, in, in your perfect world, Vanderpump will continue with maybe new people. Uh-huh. In the Vanderpump vein, and then the OGs would get a spinoff. That's just in a dream world. Like if God, if if someone came to me and said, "You get to make the choice on what the show is going to be," I would choose keep Vanderpump Rules going, and it can always rotate the people who are actually working at Sir. All of the new people and the younger people. Some leave, some come, some come, some go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You could keep that going forever and ever, you know, with n- new people. But please then spin us off the original cast into some different type of show where we can still continue to do what we've always done. Well, you guys have always been a true group of friends. That's like the most legit. I mean, that's like the most legit of any Bravo show, quite frankly. Yes, I know. And also like, I know there's been like complaints of, you know, you guys used to work at Sarn live in shitty apartments. Now you like have like nice cars and you live in great houses and blah, blah, blah. But like, I want to see that evolution. Guess what that gives me? Hope. Like, 
You know what I mean? If yeah. you guys never evolved, it would be like, for, well, I quit life. If we never evolved, people, and this is the thing, people complain if you do and they complain if you don't. Like they complain that you're changing and upgrading and evolving and you're better. And then they also would complain if we remained exactly the same. They'd be like, these are a bunch of fucking losers. Why am I going to watch them doing the same thing they've done for eight years straight? Like yep. that makes zero fucking sense. Bo is in the Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> sitting on a <laughs> He's toilet. He's sitting here actually. going to the bathroom while we're doing what? the podcast. Because I, you know, again, I don't. I've I've only been around it for a little while, but it's always funny of like reading comments from people from Twitter where they're like, "Oh my god, you guys are." like 30 and 40 like get over yourselves i'm like do those same people like message the housewives and go oh my god you're 60 and you're falling off tables get it together you know that i, I mean yeah it, it's like yeah. that's that's what always confuses me i'm like and it's such a double standard and what's right so it's like and so so what that we're we, we act like this way maybe we might be a little bit childish but we're still getting our shit done we're still living our lives we're still people i don't yeah. know but it's like Living it's just weird real but it's life. like if you're if so what do you guys i don't know like who cares that if we're fun and older and being ridiculous but i'm like the housewives are doing that too and there's like they're 17 shows of that and they're all older than us yes also that was I, gonna be my point but he's hijacking me as a guest so okay, I, I also want to say i need too, a refill i want to say too to the people, like I would love, let me dig into the life of the people that are the criticisms because they're probably in their 40s and 50s spending their free time when they could be with their children or working, tweeting you guys about that, judging the way you live. So check yourself and your life, home slice. I'm sorry. I just, I watch Real Housewives of New York and those bitches party way harder than I do. Way. And live way more fun of a life than I do. True. So it's like, I, I any uh, granted negativity on my social media never really gets to me anyway. I don't know how I, it kills me. I don't care. So when I read it, I'm just more amused, but it just makes me want to be like, have you seen Roni? Also, like <laughs> if you went out to dinner with people from Real Housewives of New York, I bet they could drink you under the table. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a theory I have. Sonia Morgan <laughs> would definitely be able to drink me under the table. Ramona, definitely. Dorinda, definitely. <laughs> I would not be able to hold my own. You'd be me at Super Bowl. Yes. Thanks for taking care of me, by the way. I feel really embarrassed about that. Um, okay. Well, that is it for us. We are out of time on today's Taste of Taylor podcast. Stassi, thank you so much for joining me. Welks. Um, also, Bo, thank you for being a special guest. Yeah, totes. Oh, <laughs> you guys that's it for us this week make sure to rate review and subscribe i mean follow stassi on social media at stassi schroeder like you don't already they obviously do also listen yeah. to your podcast straight up with stassi no buy podcast tour tickets yes. you can see all three of us there you know some a lot of the shows are sold out but some aren't so you never know if the city you're in or right next to there they have available seats so go to stassi schroeder.com slash tour to look up that we just added an extra show in Boston. Is My this, hometown. Is this going to come out before then? Yep. So March 14th, because that was such a demand, we have decided to also do a matinee. So two shows in one day. Look that shit up, Boston. And we were told by somebody on the tour that we should watch our drinking that day because we have two shows. We have to perform twice. So yeah. I'm like, what are what's the crew talking about behind our backs? They think we drink too much on tour. Yeah. <laughs> 
pretty much. Oh, well, come see us wasted in a matinee show in Boston. Um, follow me at Taylor Strecker. And also, if you really love this podcast and you're just like, I need more, subscribe to my radio show. Go to taylorstrecker.com. It's a live morning radio show, uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also listen on demand. Yes, it's $6.95 a month. But you spent that on coffee today, bitch. So don't at me over it. Go to taylorstrecker.com, please. And thank you. Stassi, thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.